Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater, a special one-shot of Cosmic Patrol. This is Johnny, playing the character of Keel, the Moon Man. And this is Jeff, playing Isaac and Delta Zed, Wonder Kid and Robot. This is Mike playing Thogar, the Red Amazon from Mars. And this is Jeremy playing Ken Costigan, the Heavy Marine. And I'm Jordan, and I'm the lead narrator for this string of episodes for Cosmic Adventure. I hope you guys are enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun here around the table. As we previously left off, Jeff, it is your turn to fight the two monsters that are pulling you into the ground. How far away are they from me, like? Oh, they're pretty darn close. Because oh. <laughs> they're pulling on your legs. One of them could have been close, and the other could have been a little bit far away. No, one was, each one had one leg. Oh, okay. Am I standing between them? Your robot has landed between them, yes. Well, then I'm going to use my claw on one and my laser on the other. Okay. Go ahead and roll for that. Three. Seven. Boom, luck. Okay. So you, <laughs> so you succeed on the wimpiest roll ever. Yes. That's why he's lucky. He's a kid. The Wunderkid. The Wunderkid. So one of you is going to take its lance and try and drive it into the cockpit of the robot. That could get messy. Yes, it could, because that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you'll need to roll your combat to defend against this. One. He, yes. sucks he defends. Luck. I rolled an eight, yeah. <laughs> okay. I love the luck. <laughs> and, and your chances of rolling the luck increase with the Lucky smaller die. Delta Z. <laughs> okay. Now the other one is going to go ahead and try and knock your robot's feet out from under you with a tail swipe. Oh, oh man. Five. Oh. Tail swipe. So the tail knocks you out, knocks your feet out from under you, and you fall. And you can tell that this, like the sensors inside your cockpit go, like they surge brighter, and then they dim for a second. And you take three damage. All right, now we are going to move on to Thorgar, Drax. <laughs> and apparently Peter Quill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, Drax? <laughs> uh, Thogar is going to, and we've already landed. Oh yeah, you're you're down at the bottom of the chasm. Okay, so at this point, what's going through his mind is, this is going to be an awesome firefight. You know, we need to make sure we still get out of here to you know let Cosmic Patrol know what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know that that's our mission. But wouldn't it be great? To report back that the Uth Hive is like there's just nothing to worry about. So um, I'm going to. I just have a hunch, man. I just have a hunch. I'm gonna cut 
the crystal away from my foot. Okay. He's been waiting for you to do and that. And like everything around us is turning red, right? Mm -hmm. Or just where we're touching. No, the whole room is everything. The whole red. planet. The whole room. The whole. Uh oh. The whole planet mm -hmm. is pulsing. Yes, pulsing. Uh oh. Like, like so, it's red, black, red, black, red, black, red, black. And waves or just flashes? It's like on off on off. From my perspective, it's in waves. <laughs> yeah, from his perspective, it's waves spreading out from the bottom of the spaceship. So ray guns are for the weak, but explosives are for awesomeness. Should brought explosives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna run towards the closest tooth, scream a battle cry. Today you die. And it sounds great in your helmet. <laughs> that, a little bit of spittle. <laughs> that crazy Drax face too. <laughs> Do they still not have radio communication in the, in the chasm? Correct. Okay. All right. So you want to go ahead and take a swing at him? Yep. Go ahead and take a a meaty meaty swing. Eight, nine, three. Four damage. Four damage. Okay. All right. And now it is your turn, Jeremy, with Ken. So he was able to break free just by. Hitting the crystal, right? Right, that's correct. Okay. But I also have Martian red steel. I can deflect an automatic rifle with it. Well, he's going to just take the butt of his rifle then. Okay. And smash the crystal at his feet. All right, I'll, I will let you do that. Okay. And then take a shot at the same one that he swung at. Okay, sounds good. With a two. Misses. Yep. Does it hit the cavern? Yes, it does. What does it do? You see a green burst of light that it then interacts with the red. Does it stay green? No. It's like green and then it turns. It, the waves of, of red and black keep going. I'm, I'm going for as trippy as this can get with the uh, with the whole 50s like sci-fi. All right. Um, it really does have a major feel. Yeah. I like that. All right. What happened to the uh, roof that was on the ship when I electrified it? It's fallen off. If you could, if you could smell, you might smell like a nice crispy. Okay. So he's out. Yes. Okay. Frog legs for dinner. Well, yep. then I'm going to use my turn and communicate with uh, Ace and tell him that it's Ooth. Okay. That you've seen Ooth there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Comet is inhabited by Ooth, and then I want to compare the spectrogram uh, with known mother signals. Oh, known signals. See what's close, most closely resembles. Like in terms of the like the composition of the comet, or no, the the spectrogram, the ra the radio signal. Uh huh. I want to compare it to other charts that are not necessarily radio. Okay. Yeah, you know, like compared to like uh, EKG chart or okay know, seismographs and see what it most closely resembles. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll brains for that. Nine. Seventeen. <laughs> You want me to roll another one just for fairness? <laughs> 16. <laughs> Jordan's nice, man. I just roll poorly. You are the anti-Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the, it looks it looks like you have a lot of research to do, but you might be able to do it and keep on going. Yeah. Jeff, your turn. I guess I'm going to... Claw at one and try to get up. So go ahead and roll your weapon. That is the wrong thing because it is brawling. That is the wrong thing because it's a two. <laughs> yes, that is the wrong thing. I rolled a three. 
Oh. Jeff, you're always supposed to roll one with your combat. I know. All right, so you you try and, and claw it when it doesn't work out for you. Um, and I roll to get up. <laughs> sure. 11 plus 3 is 14. 16. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the one that you tried to stab actually reverses his spear and tries to stab down into the... Like, I imagine the way that your robot works is that it opens, like it's a clamshell that opens out. Yeah. So he's trying to to jam his blade of his spear into the, the groove of the of the seal. You try to pry it open? Yeah. Expose you to nasty, nasty atmosphere. Uh, he rolled a five, and you've got to roll combat. Three. Oh, so that's three damage for your suit. Your suit is getting beat up. Yeah. It's not meant to be in fights. It's meant to do awesome things. Seems like a design flaw. <laughs> There's lots of design flaws. I didn't design the paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, it is your turn. I'm kind of upset that the brawn um, isn't the same. As- seeing the green against the wall, uh, I want to lash out at the wall and see what happens. Okay. So you want? how do you want to do that? With your axe? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll brawn for that. Get the plus one still yes. on the axe, so five. Yeah, but I'll let you spend a plot point. Wait, 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 wait. He's rolling as if it's combat. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You're not. This isn't a combat action oh, for you. Okay. Well, uh, then that was a four. Unless you want me to re-roll it. Go ahead and re-roll. All right. Uh, seventeen. Thirteen. So you succeed. What happens to the wall? When you hit it with your axe, like with a concentrated blow, there's a flash of white. But no other reaction from the comet or the wall? No. It's like there, some of the lattice gets broken up, but then it reforms almost automatically. Like the part that's broken off reformed to it? You hit the wall. You slice through some and you it slice through some and it regrows. So there's no like pieces on it's over the comet. There are some pieces that fell off on the gravel. Did they, the pieces do anything? No, they just fall to the ground in there. And they no longer glow? Correct. It's like this clear crystalline structure type of thing. I guess my next turn I will go back to fighting the ooze. Okay. <laughs> Your turn, uh, Jeremy? I'm going to shoot at the same one. Okay. Eight. Well, I just rolled a one. Yes. So you succeeded on that. Four points. Okay. All right. The one that you did not shoot at, because the one that you mm-hmm. were shooting at was dealing with him, mm-hmm. he he goes to try and stab you with his spear. Oh, yeah. What weapons do they have? Just spears? Just spears and tails. Okay. All right. So he's going to stab you with a V8. Um, since he's close enough, would mm-hmm. that be count as melee? Yeah. All right. Nice. Bumps me up to a D10. Okay. I got a six. Congratulations, you are not stabbed. <laughs> Johnny, it is your turn. All right. You would try to read it, do it like a comparison of a spectrograph. Yeah. It was still churning through results. Yes. Do you want to continue with that? Uh, yes. Okay. I figure out what kind of frequency, it, type of frequency it is, and I can probably create a feedback loop. Okay. Ten. Eight. <laughs> so you are able, you find a match. And what it actually matches is the brain waves of a Jupiter 
Sky Squid. That makes sense for the changing colors. Alright, Jeff, it is your turn. I'm going to get up and hit this thing. Yes! Luck. You rolled the one. So you, you succeed. No. Four. Okay, let me roll for that one. Uh, four, so tight. Roll again. Ugh. Two. Oh, yes, another chance. One! Yes! <laughs> yes. We are rooting for Jeff to roll ones. <laughs> and he's rolling a lot of it. All right, congratulations. <laughs> you managed to succeed for both of them. Yay. This mechanic was made for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's four points for each. Yes, this mechanic was made for me. <laughs> Four points of damage each. Now you had only hit one before, if I have Correct. my Correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sogar is going to continue his sweep with the axe from the wall straight back around into the side of the uh, Oof. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll your combat with your plus one. With my plus one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, you can spend a plot point if you want. Whiff. Yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> is that a reroll or what is that? No, that's a that's just that's a success. Hit? Okay. Also, awesome. I'm altering the plot line. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to pick him up and put him up against the walls. So that's the same one you were hitting before. Yes. All right, you have knocked through his armor and into his health at this point. I like that the armor and health are two different categories. It does kind of. It's a little bit more complicated than standard D and D damage. Yeah. All right, your turn, Jeremy. So, with hand-to-hand combat, uh-huh. how complex can I get? Because there's something very specific that I want to do. Go ahead and narrate it. All right, in my equipment, I have omni-sticker restraints. To me, that sounds like I can stick this to anything, and it will stay there. Uh-huh. I want to try and take one of those stickers, plant it on the guy's face, and then put his face, boom, on the ground. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead and make the make the roll. We are really Drax and Quill. <laughs> this, this is really this is going to happen. I got a four. I got a one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you pull out like you you slap the sticker onto his face and then it's like I'm assuming one hand applies the sticker, the other hand go, has well, Basically, the I pull out the sticker and I just two hands come together. Bam! So I'm grabbing his head and I just slam it down to the ground right in front of me. Ta-da! You grab a stuff. Hey! hey, hey, hey <laughs> what's the matter with you? <laughs> okay, so you do that. When his head hits the ground, the crystalline lattice forms around its head. Oh, so much worse than I thought that was going to be. There's like a flash of purple now, and like the lattice surrounds its head. And it's like, you can see it struggling and kicking and everything like that, and it actually looks like it's suffocating. That is far worse than what you were trying to do. <laughs> that is. And it, since I know no one can hear me, I'm thinking in my head, I'm, I don't need a weapon at all. <laughs> it's one of my things. Nice. All right. It is your turn, sir. All right. What do I know about the squids? Well, you know that they're from Jupiter. Well, yes, I know, but okay. What do I know about their biology? Uh, you know that they are bioluminescent; that they speak in colors, like in colored light bursts. Mm-hmm. They are speculated to be sentient, and they actually 
have a physiology different from anything else. So you're, it, it, some experts believe that they might actually have come from somewhere else. Okay. Like, is there a known poison? Oxygen. Alright. I wanted to go get an oxygen container. Okay. And uh, try to manufacture a missile out of an oxygen container. Okay, go ahead and... Uh, that would be, I guess, brains for that. Mm-hmm. I succeeded. Yeah, you automatically succeeded. Mm, nice. Attempt. Okay, cool. So you are able to create the... Uh, an oxygen missile. An oxygen missile without too much difficulty. Are we talking like a hospital-sized canister, or are we talking like... I don't want to use too much of our oxygen since we had lost a lot, but I'm thinking maybe... 30 gallons worth. Right. A decent size amount. Okay. So it sounds like one canister, like, that's about five feet tall? Yeah. Five feet by 14 inch diameter. Yeah. And it, you can put a lot of pressure into it. Yeah. You know, so. I think it is now your turn, Jeremy. Uh, Jeff. I'm going to keep hitting things. Okay. To the best of my abilities. Okay. Come on, one. That is a three. That's a seven. Mm. So, yeah. Beep, beep. Number one did not get hit. Mm. Number uh, number two did get hit. Four ticks of damage. Four, four ticks of damage. It is now your turn. Oh, no, I can attack you. I will attack you because attacking you is fun and enjoyable. No, it's not. The, the one that you did not hit is still is going to be still balancing on your uh, shoulders of the robot trying to pry you out of your little clamshell. Mm -hmm. Just like Sebastian under the seat. Okay, uh, three. So do I roll my brawn or my combat? Combat. Oh. Four. You succeed. Yeah. <laughs> no damage. This is odd because I'm rooting for Jeff to roll a one. So when he doesn't roll a one, I'm like, oh, wait, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number two is going to um, try and uh, batter the glass, your viewport, trying to, to accomplish the same thing. Four. All right, so your suit, I think, takes three points of damage, just to verify. Uh, with its tail, yes, it does take three points of damage. The tail is the far more effective hit for you guys. Uh, now we are moving on to Thorkar. Thorkar. Thogar. Uh, Thogar. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me see this. If the true hive was in this, would we call it Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Thogar. Thogar is going to... Is the one, the one that we've been working on still alive? Uh, yes, but he's he's cracked up pretty good. He's um, he looked like he's been dissuaded from making poor life decisions at us. Right. Remember <laughs> the one that he got is his head has been encased in the right the planet. Oh, so, so he's pretty much out of. We've the got fight. the one. Yeah. Just gonna overhead swing and come straight down, try to cleave him in two. Eleven. Oh, Ooh. I rolled a seven, so you succeeded. So four ticks of damage. Three, four ticks of damage. That means that he is now down uh, minus one to combat, one in combat. So that makes things easier for you guys. <coughs> and it is now your turn. These things are strong. Okay. I'm gonna move around and get a clear shot. Okay. And shoot him. Okay. What does the what does the shot from your 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 rifle look like? Because they say what's what ultra dark. 
um, dark, dark plasmic. plasmic. Yeah, so like a like a black laser bolt. Uh, like the black lightsabers from the Clone Wars. Have you seen that? No, I have not seen oh. that. You're missing out. The yeah. dark saber. Because mm-hmm. there, are, there are black... Mandalorians have black lightsabers that they used to fight Jedi oh. with. They're pretty boss. That's why... So, I guess, just looks like a... What you would imagine, like a black hole, but just as a laser bolt. Yeah. Okay. With a four. I rolled a four as well. <sighs> I rolled a four. I rolled a three. Yes! So, four. Four points of damage. damage. All right, he's knocked out. So uh, Ken is going to walk up next to Thogar, kind of bump him on the shoulder, thumb back, pointing towards the other uh, Uth, and then just sit there and flex. (laughs) 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 Thogar is going to look at him and go, "Uh," like high five and smile, or thumbs up and smile at him. (laughs) And then I'm going to point straight up. Put away my axe. How far up are we talking? Well, it was 60 feet down. It was 60 feet up? Yep. In low gravity conditions? Yes. How much oxygen do I have left? Well, I mean, you have enough for several hours when you started off, so it's not been that long. We're 12 kilometers from the ship. Yeah. Dang it. That's not going to work. It depends <laughs> on how fast you want to run. And I was considering more venting my oxygen as thrust. You could just try jumping. Are we just in an empty room? Does it like not go anywhere? Is he in the same room? Yeah, can they see me? No, they cannot see you. And there is a hall, like a, another entrance. A long, dark hallway. Well, no, there's light that's moving down. Radiating <laughs> red light. I point down the hallway. <laughs> Ken points. Mm-hmm. And even though no one can hear him, he says, Semper Fi. <laughs> and the jarhead and the and the barbarian started going It reminds me of the boat scene in Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of just now. It is now your turn. All right. Well, don't know about you fools, but I'm about to try to kill this asteroid or comet. I'm going to uh, launch my missile that I made. Okay. Now, are you going to do that while you're still parked on the comet? I'm going to release the anchor, but yes, we're still going to be parked on the comet. Okay. Anchors away. Um, um, yeah, again, go ahead and roll brain. Brain? Because you're using that to manipulate the, yeah. the controls. Four, eight, nine. Or, that's nine, yeah, so 13. Oh, I rolled a 13 as well. Go ahead. And... Ten. Three. Woo! All right, so you succeed. Go ahead and describe to me how much of an explosion it makes like what what okay so what i was picturing when i designed it Uh was that it would go penetrate into the surface Mm -hmm. before it actually exploded so it doesn't explode on impact the whole point of it is to get oxygen into the crystal s of the planet so i you wouldn't actually see very much of an explosion the idea Mm. is to just get infuse the oxygen into the surface see what happens okay so you boom you hit it and it, there's this explosion that rocks the ship, mm-hmm. and it actually starts to feel pretty crazy. You all can feel like this shaking, these tremors in the ground. And then from the epicenter of where you shot it into the crust, you see black. And it spreads out for about six kilometers on each side of, of the, the blast explosion. I prepped the engine for launch. 
Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will continue on and see what happens. At nerdstalking.com, we have explosions. We've got beautiful women, tropical locales, fast cars, money giveaways. Do you want a new TV? Just listen and you get a free TV. You want a DeLorean? You listen twice, we'll give you a DeLorean. Uh, Chad, we can't afford any of that. What do you mean? It's too expensive. Well, what are we supposed to do then? We just talk. Nerdstocky.com. Subscribe now. Or else. It is now your turn, um, Isaac. Two lizard men fighting you. Yeah, I know, and they're stupid strong. <laughs> and I have three ticks of armor left. You do have a point to save you if you need to. Yeah. You, if you all use up all of your plot points, you always get one at the beginning of your turn. Oh. Nice. If you use them all up. Oh, if you have none. If you yeah. have zero, okay. you will get one at the beginning of your turn. That's kind of cool. Yep. So you always well, have wait, to spend. But you go, and then they go. Just remember that. Yes. Oh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to use it to save you rather than to do, deal damage at this point. Yes. <laughs> Gonna hit him. Yes, yes. he did. <laughs> With a one. All right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh. oh. You got a three instead. Okay. Four takes down three, four. Okay. And then the next one. What do you roll? A three. 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 Yes. Okay. So you hit that four one. Four damage. Okay. So you're into health on both of them. Um, they're going to keep on trying to pry you out. First one is going to use a tail on your uh, windshield. Hi. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. When his armor is gone, mm -hmm. does that mean he's out of his suit? <laughs> Yes. Oh, come on. It does. And there's no atmosphere for me to breathe in here. So it's pretty much instant death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And, He's uh, spending the plot point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By unanimous group decision. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh, he rolled a one. Uh, All right. <laughs> okay. So you succeed. <sighs> so you two, you're not in combat, so we'll, we're just narrating what's happening now. Um, feeling that shake? Uh-huh. Ken is just going to start going faster down the hallway. Okay. Did Look they at, notice any change of color, any of them? Yeah. Um, okay. I didn't think it went that far out, but... Now you're starting to see orange. Because like, there was black for where it was, for where it was mm -hmm. and then the rest of the walls have changed from red to orange. Like, for the pulses. What about where he is? Is it still orange do where I he still, is? Or is it black where he or is? Or do I see some of the black? Half of your where you are is black, the half is turning orange. So yeah, Ken, without even missing a beat, as soon as that shaking stops and the orange starts, is just going to start running a little bit faster down the hallway. Okay. I'm right on your tail. Okay, both of you are Ron. Uh, Non-combat, right? Yeah, non-combat. So 13. White is Mike, gray is Jeremy. Jeremy, four. Mike, 12. 11. You got it. You'll get it, You'll get it back then and start uh, your yeah, next sure. turn. Here we go. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you run down the corridor, and you come to a, a giant room. And in the center of the room is a crystal lattice dais. And you see a giant brain on the dais. <laughs> right. And the brain is actually surrounded with the, the crystal. Yeah. It looks like it's going into the brain 
you know, providing it, keeping it alive and everything, and the color is emanating from the brain. Like, you can see the color coming from the brain out, the light is traveling out into the, the comet. Okay. I mean, that was our turn, right? That was your turn, okay. yes. <laughs> like, uh, I just wanted to see if you had any reaction to um, no. Now I'm going to do a uh, do a sensors check and radio check, see if I pick them up or anything's changed since the explosion. Okay. That's 19. I rolled a 17. So now, all of a sudden, you get three blips. Like they're the transponders. They're transponders. You know, you get three blips, and you can all of a sudden you hear screaming from him. I would assume you're screaming. Yeah, it's not like panic, but like ah! fury. Yeah, very Goku esque. Now, are you guys talking within your helmet, saying anything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ken, at that moment, approaching the room, would stop and be like, "I'm gonna need a bigger gun." <laughs> I hear this. Yes. Do they hear each other? Yes, they do. So all you hear is it's, I hear screaming, and yeah. then uh, <laughs> and Mike, do you say anything? No, I mean with the suit on, there's nothing to really say. Plus, the radio's down. And, yeah. So, but, but then you hear everything going on. The radio, um, yeah, radio, radio communication has come back. Oh, it does start back up. Um, yeah. I you all of a sudden you hear. I'm gonna need a bigger gun, ah! and then uh, Isaac starts screaming, <laughs> or. Continue screaming. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to use two of my cues at the same time. I'll handle this. An axe works for many situations. I'm just going to run, and I'm going to turn off my boots and... J- nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm going to leave my boots on. Do I jump carefully? <laughs> so that I come down on the lattice with my axe, trying to get the hole open Ooh. so either I can do some damage or he can shoot into it once I get it open. Okay. Of a one-two combo. Yeah, one-two combo. I know it's. I, but I see you back. do that and jump up. I'm going to triangulate where you're going to come down, and that's where I'm going to shoot moments before. Oh, combo the other way around. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So go ahead and roll your roll your axe. And what, and what die are you using for that? That's a D10. I mean, is this master. is is this actual combat? Because there's nothing fighting us at this point or is this just you have axe master yeah you're using your axe in a very specific way yeah go ahead and use that awesome what about you i mean ah! one second <laughs> i'm shooting okay but it's a not like non-combat i'll shooting. go ahead and let you use just the combat with the 12 with the yeah. 12 side yeah, that's right. okay i got a 13 okay so I kind of roll for both of you. White is Jeremy. Gray is Gray is Mike. Oh, 13. 13. Oh, crap. 16 for Mike. I he got rolled nine, a nine. My luck number. luck number. Okay, so you succeed in yes. breaking the lattice. All right, re-roll. Well, but if he's trying to shoot beforehand, should we resolve that first before we yeah. say... Yes. Well, yes. Well, you, okay. you hit you no matter what. It okay, doesn't matter right. whether you're lattice or brain. <laughs> Now it depends on whether or not he shoots you. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I got a 14. I got a 10. Okay. I was going to spend this either way. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You guys describe what's going on. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to need a bigger gun. And then he I just said, takes off running. I'll handle this. An axe works for many situations. And as he jumps <laughs> and 
see the axe go up, I'm just like right where he's gonna come down. Okay. The lattice breaks away at that point. And I just sink the axe down. And like if I hit high enough in the brain that I, my feet wouldn't yet touch the ground, like I'm gonna let my body weight carry me down through the edge of the brain with the axe. Okay. So as the axe sinks into the brain, you start feeling the ground shake underneath you. You start seeing the crystal lattice work just start tinkle, 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 falling from the roof. Time to go, Earthman. If you're looking out the cockpit viewport, you can see tremors as the comet starts breaking up. <laughs> For you, Jeff, the, the floor opens up underneath you. You're able to grab on to the wall, but the lizards... Grab on to me. Fall. <laughs> the lizards fall. Yay. Now you all have to get back to the ship before Brainiac here decides to take off and leave you all. Engines are running. Let's go, Marine. <laughs> but see, I'm not as quick to leave now that I know they're alive. Okay. Can I use my, my gravity boots to walk on the wall? Yes. I will allow that. I'm going to direct my feet towards the wall and start walking up. Okay. Pieces are falling, and yeah, like, you just gotta keep from being knocked off. Yeah, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. towards that while you know trying to shield myself. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll roll my brawn just to. Along with the pieces breaking off, since we are in space and it's microgravity on 14. this thing, is as the crystal is breaking up, is it floating away or is it compacting? It's floating away. Okay. It was like the force that was holding the crystal together. I understand that yeah. the crystal's breaking apart, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, is, yeah. It, is there enough gravity to it that's compacting? No, it's not compacting. Or is it floating out into space? It, you start seeing it rising up into space. Okay. Well, some um, of it is coming down. Some of it is coming down on the inside, but on the outside, <clears throat> that's where it's floating out. Yeah. Um, and you actually see it starting to dissolve in the heat of the, like the from the radiation yeah. of the sun. Oh yeah, that's a thing too. <laughs> I laugh and <laughs> kind of banter with the marine as we run. Nothing escapes the axe. <laughs> <laughs> and he just chuckles back. It's like nothing my rifle can't handle. <laughs> okay, both of you, both of you, go ahead and roll brawn, and we'll we'll say that you can roll this t- for the whole trip back to the ship. Okay, just speed things up that way. Let's see, we're ready. Hurry up, children. Nine. Fifteen. Okay. Um, I got a nine for you, so let's go okay. ahead and re-roll. You succeed, Jeremy. Fourteen. Four. Okay, so you both get back to the ship. Go ahead and run brawn, roll brawn to see if you can get back to the ship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> re-roll that. It got a little too friendly. No. I got a ten. Twenty-one to ten. All right, you all successfully get back to the ship, and it's a good thing too because as you are coming, the last one, a few of you, you're losing things to step on, you know, because it's just it's just melting away from underneath you. At this point, you're going to need a piloting roll to go ahead and take off. Fourteen. They're in, and I rolled a four, so you guys are able to pilot away. Look at me and feel eternity. 
And Mission of Command from Haiti Station. Uh, wait, what was it called? Haiti's Platform, I think? Yes, Haiti's Platform. Haiti's Platform. They call you on the radio. Well done, Cosmic Patrol. The Roddenberry has saved us from the destruction of the comet hurtling through our trajectory. Do you know what it was or where it came from, where the signals were coming from? Well, the signal was the brainwaves of the Jupiter squid. I'm not sure exactly how it was broadcasting other than the antenna. Gentlemen? There was a brain. There was a central brain that we destroyed. You're saying that you destroyed the brain of a sky squid? Quite easily. But they're endangered! We were endangered. It was also infested with ooth. Yes, it was a ooth habitat. <clears throat> it's unusual for the ooth to be on a, cos- a comet. But well done. not anymore. Central Command has, has uh, ordered that you return to Hades' platform for refit and repairs if needed. <laughs> but these fools, it's needed. All right. I'm good. <laughs> Not a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> but the ship is. Yeah, the ship definitely needs repairs. Uh, and it looks we, like a very Roddenberry ship. Yes. <laughs> and everybody, that was our game of Cosmic Patrol. Cosmic Patrol! <laughs> Nice. In space. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, bid our adieus at this point. Have a Adieu. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.